Wrap your Fanta in a paper towel, then aluminum foil. You know, that never really worked to keep it cold by lunch, but whatever. It's time to go field tripping. Welcome back to The Field Tripper. I'm your host, Amanda Adair, upper school science teacher at All Saints Episcopal School in Tyler. I'm excited to introduce you to all the cool sites you can visit around East Texas if you have an afternoon, a day, or a weekend. Today, we're traveling north from Tyler on FM 14. Just across I-20, we see the entrance to Tyler State Park, which has been in existence since 1935. In 1933, in response to the Great Depression that plagued the nation, Franklin D. Roosevelt created several government work programs, one of which was the Civilian Conservation Corps. The Corps provided young men a dollar a day and three hots, as they used to say, in return for manual labor. It also provided school classes and job training that the young men could use to find their jobs after their time in the CCC was over. The Corps did conservation work across the country, such as building soil erosion-controlled terraces, planting trees, and constructing national and state parks. Here at Tyler, the Corps built an earthen dam to create the lake in the middle of the park and several buildings that you can still visit today, such as the bathhouse and the concession building. They also created a family-friendly day-use area around Beecham Springs, including a child's wading pool and group picnic areas. Tyler State Park joins other state parks like Bastrop and Caddo in preserving the legacy of the Civilian Conservation Corps while also providing recreation for the visitors of today and the caretakers of tomorrow. The Texas Parks and Wildlife Department is dedicated to managing and conserving the natural and cultural resources of Texas. Today at Tyler State Park, many opportunities exist for recreation and nature study. I recently took a group of seniors to visit this park as part of our All Saints Stretch program. The program seeks to immerse students in experiences that they might not otherwise have in a standard classroom. Our three-day adventure focused on the ecology of the East Texas area and also included a trip to the Mineola Nature Preserve and Caddo Lake, which we'll explore in future episodes. In the meantime, though, I want to introduce you to two students that went with me to Tyler State Park during Stretch Week 2021. I have with me today Parker Bracken and Mark Anderson. Hey, guys. Hi, how are you? Hey, how are you doing? Doing awesome. So can you tell us first what made you want to sign up for the Ecology Stretch Trip? What were you excited about? Well, I guess this year especially, I've learned a lot more about like the environment and the importance of the environment and like sustainability of these natural like um, ecosystems and whatnot. And I guess like... uh, a kind of trip like this really jumped out at me because I was like, oh, this is a cool, cool little, um, I guess, opportunity. opportunity in order to like learn more about other environments and whatnot. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. It's really nice to actually go out, get out of the school, go into the real world. Um, and, and it's history, too, mm-hmm. like li- what you just talked about. <laughs> It's nice to be able to, you know, go to parks, nature preserves, anything like that, and really experience nature. And uh, we're, we were still learning. We, we were using an app called iNaturalist mm-hmm. to take pictures of, you know, wildlife and plants and stuff. Right. And it would, uh, and people could tell you what type of plant that was. And so, so we were learning new species, too. Right. And having fun outside. 
getting exercise. Oh, great. Totally. That's the most important and the most fun. So when we went to Tyler State Park, we started the morning with park ranger Boyd. And he did a nature hike and, and took us through some of the shortleaf pine forest. He showed us what the forest was supposed to look like if fire were introduced to our area. What big difference did you notice in the area versus the other East Texas forests that you see around that aren't managed? Definitely a lot healthier. Like mm-hmm. I would say, like definitely looked a lot more like spaced out and looked like a lot of like all of the plants and the ecosystem was a lot more happy. And it looked like everything had its own space to grow. Right. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't too crowded. You know, we've all seen an overcrowded uh, garden or forest. Yeah. And, I mean, you can just tell it's not healthy, really, right. for the plants. It's not ideal. But what it is ideal is a well-managed forest, and he explained that to us very well. And uh, some problems with, like, the California wildfires. Oh, yeah. People say it's just the uh, global warming. Well, yeah, that's true. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, a huge part is actually just forest management right and these controlled burns and these controlled fires really keep uh the controlled burns and control fires keep Mm -hmm. the ecosystem going and alive with otherwise it'll be you know like i said too overcrowded right won't be getting yeah yeah exactly so ranger boyd talked a lot with us about how beneficial fire can be for the forest ecosystem which is exactly what y'all are talking about and once people moved into the area like you were saying we of course didn't let the wildfires run through the area unchecked so now we're dealing with forests that are too thick and that allow invasive species to just run rampant you know we've all grown up with the message of Smokey the bear right remember Smokey the bear only you can prevent forest fires did it actually surprise you to hear that fire is actually a good thing for forests in in a way it did because like we grew up for the longest time like being aware of like to put fires out whenever you're in the forest like make sure that no fires are burning in the forest because mm-hmm. fires are bad like that's never leave a, a campfire going right yeah learn that at a very young age like right. that was like one of the main things that we were taught like do not ever burn anything or the forest or leave anything burning because mm-hmm. it will cause forest fires but right. whenever I started learning about like control burns and like how it's actually good it was like it started to make a lot more sense I was like well why aren't we doing these control burns like why isn't this a, a thing that we're doing like especially in california yeah yeah and, because, and it's I mean, essentially free yeah it's essentially free forest right. management obviously you have to have people there controlling it. you have to have the firefighters there right to set the fires potentially put the fires out but it's, it's a very inexpensive yet effective method for keeping forests healthy and healthy safe. exactly yeah cool Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll stop with all the education stuff because, you know, let's get on to the fun stuff. So mm-hmm. in addition to hiking, visitors can traverse miles of mountain bike trails. They can swim, fish, camp, and even rent canoes, kayaks, and paddle boats, which is what we did in the afternoon of our stretch trip. We learned to canoe. So Mark, what was your experience with canoeing or kayaking before that day? Had you done that before? Well, I think I had been on a canoe or on a kayak before, uh, like at camp like a summer camp like pine cove or something like that Mm -hmm. but uh, it it had definitely been a while definitely it's been a few years Mm -hmm. and it was pretty fun it was a pretty enjoyable experience going out there on the peaceful lake oh yeah very very peaceful peaceful. (laughs) absolutely no one fell in the water so parker's laughing parker (laughs) did you just naturally love being on the water oh it was it was so great (laughs) oh my gosh i had a i had a blast no Uh not 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 really mark mark and a few others were 
have giving me a bunch of anxiety throughout that boat trip because yeah. I was scared of like. It was falling. very scared of the water because y'all kept shaking the boat. The Seventy degree. <laughs> yeah. It was cold, but I didn't. I didn't want to fall into the cold water. So. No, it was very cold. I fell in. Yeah, I know one of you had a lot more fun than the other one. Yeah, Yeah. I I could hear the commotion like all the way across the lake. I'm sure I echoed. Mark, stop it. (laughs) So what was happening there? Logan and Sid kept splashing you with the paddles. Mm -hmm. Trying to tip our boat. Trying to tip our boat. (laughs) See, I wasn't going to tip our boat because I didn't want to get wet. No, yeah, but then they tried started coming over there. I was like, nope, we're paddling away. I Mm -hmm. dive in to go get the paddle. Mm-hmm. Because they mm-hmm. they grabbed our they paddles threw and threw them out in the water, so we that had to go. Terrible. We had to go retrieve them. Well, I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> Just a little <laughs> scarred. Did you do you plan to go try canoeing again someday? I mean, yeah, but maybe by myself. Okay, <laughs> yeah, maybe not with <laughs> not with your friends. Yeah, <laughs> or with a pair of clothes, because yeah, yeah, an extra yeah, pair. Of yeah, clothes. yeah. So, what was your favorite part of the day overall? really just like hiking and enjoying nature. It was really relaxing and like, I guess, I guess like mind clearing. Mm-hmm. It was very just calming. I love that. That's awesome. So tell us about lunch. Every day it was great. <laughs> oh yeah. Every day. <laughs> yes. Like when, Everything was good. Uh, especially the taqueria. Mm-hmm. Where oh, yeah. you, you had that Wagyu burger. and I had those Oh, that was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Yeah. What was that place called? C. Rojos. If anyone ever goes to C. Rojos, you need to get the uh, absolutely the, like, carne asada tacos, like the steak tacos, or you need to get the Wagyu burger. Yes. They're both very, very, very good. Awesome. Yeah, that's one of the things that I do with the Field Tripper podcast is wherever you go, there's somewhere local to eat nearby. So if you're at Tyler State Park, I suggest stopping at Sea Rojos. They're right off of I-20. They have, like you said, fantastic tacos, but they're fused with Asian flavors. So you can get like kimchi fries. Mm-hmm. Did y'all try those? Or truffle mm-hmm. fries. The burger, you were talking about the oh, Wagyu yeah. burger and oh, quesadillas. Of course, you can't go wrong with that. Um, it's unique and delicious. So I'm going to ask you one final question that I like to ask my guest. Um, since we're talking food, when you're out at state parks, if there's no C. Rojos, of course, you like hot dogs and s'mores, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. always. Perfect. So what's your perfect way to make your s'more? How do you like it? Man, best way, just catch the marshmallow on fire. Just, That's not true. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's the best way. That is false. No, it's not false. What you need to do is you need to... Once you have your, obviously you have your marshmallow on your stick, you need to have it over the fire at a decent distance, like a couple inches, and you should just be able to rotate it slowly, just for about a minute, and get it perfectly, like, browned on the outside. It's oh. not hard. Okay. You can just cook it perfectly, okay. browned on the outside, so it's not burnt. Okay. See, I don't have the patience you for that. You can't burn it. You just torch it. Yeah, I just torch it just and torch just it. be done with it. It's definitely worth not torching the marshmallow. Not that technical. Because okay. then you get that weird torched burnt taste. Nah. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Two s'mores methods. Tell us in the comments or if you want to go to our website or email me, aader at all-saints.org. What is the best way? Do you agree with Parker? Just torch the sucker. Or do you agree with Mark? <laughs> Nice rotisserie browning. Slow cook process. Slow cook. Slow cooker. And so what, not to start another debate, but what goes on your hot dog? It depends. Like, yeah, it depends. It depends on my mood. Some days I'm just like, man, I'll just put some ketchup or ketchup and mustard, but then other days I'll slap like relish or like all, all kinds of other stuff on it. And I agree. Some good. days it could be pretty simple or it could be everything. Yeah. Nice. Very good. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today, guys. Oh, absolutely. It's been nice. Absolutely. It's fun. Great. And thank you to the listeners for joining us on a trip to Tyler State Park. I hope that you will stretch yourself and plan a trip out there soon with your family and send us your pictures when you do. Zero Host did not sponsor this podcast. In fact, no one did. Although if you're listening, I do love your kimchi fries. Just saying. Honestly, I just hope more of you will get out and explore your world with your students. That's worth all the sponsorships in the world. Thank you all for listening to The Field Tripper. Feel free to visit my website linked in the show notes for additional info and photos and email me with feedback or ideas at aader at all-saints.org. Field Tripper is a production of All Saints Episcopal School, hosted by Amanda Adair. Music credit of Kayla Bott. See the show notes for a link to our website that features photos and links to the site information. Until next time, keep on exploring. Find out. I found out.